All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. You see this? This is my boomstick. The 12 gauge double barreled Remington S Marks top of the line. You can find this in the sporting goods department. That's right, this sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Retails for about $109.95. It's got a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. That's right. Shop smart. Shop S smart. You got that? Hello, and welcome to episode 315 of Under the Call of MS, a normal Tuesday episode. A little bit of comics, a little bit of MS, health stuff, a little bit of whatever. And uh, if you didn't know, it was quote by ash from army of darkness because <clears throat> the first comic we're going to talk about is the army of darkness 1979 number four this is still going strong still lots of fun they're still playing on the whole warriors aspect of it with the different types of gangs that are all dressed up and all the weird different gear well the one girl that's the head of the half dead gang well was the head of it now ash is the head of it but she's one of the main people of it she went off to try and join the other gang that has the necronomicon that's wiping out all the other gangs and she gets to find out how much power they have with the necronomicon as she gets to see them take out a few other gangs uh, there's a meeting of gangs, warrior style, where they group up. Yeah, firemen, a group of people dressed like firemen, a group of people dressed like cosplaying Viking warrior style, uh, a group of Robin Hood type characters. Uh, we just get more and more different. Different clans that we get to see inside this city and get to find more out about what's going on with the different groups and how they're being taken out and organized or whatever. It's still a ton of fun. I am really enjoying that run. I am hoping it keeps going the way it is and they keep on this whole warrior parody, but I think it is coming to an end here pretty soon. I'm thinking issue number five or six might be the end of it. I wouldn't mind it going on longer, but with it being a parody of the warrior style movie, I don't think it will go much longer than that. Otherwise, they'll change it up if they do. And then another book, book four. Uh, well, first off, that was by Dynamite Comics. The Army of Darkness, and this one is a DC Black Label comic, Batman vs. Big Beat, A Wolf in Gotham, book four. Story's getting deeper. Batman's finally learning who the wolf is, or at least who one of the wolves are. We don't know yet. There may be other wolves out there. Batman traps the wolf again, and then we find out what's going on. And they work Batman and all the Robins and all them start working more into the bookworm and trying to find out what's going on with why the libraries and these book vaults and book buildings are being destroyed. But we definitely think the bookworms behind it all. Then we're getting to see some other characters along the way that are stealing more items. And we also get to see some alien type of, of weaponry. Uh, alien genetic material that's being used that we got to learn more about. 
I am still really enjoying this run, and I know this one's coming up to a close here pretty soon. Again, I think that's a five or a six issue run. Not too sure. I have that stuff written down upstairs, but I don't have it in front of me right now, so I can't help you with that. But you can look it up. Now we got one that I have no idea how long the runs are going to go for each individual comic side comic and all the other stuff that's going on with this one but i'm loving it and it is gunslinger spawn number three from image comics we're dealing with some prehistoric times shit still a character that has some prehistoric characters creatures that he controls and we're watching this interesting female character that we are very unsure about her abilities or what she is but she's way stronger than she looks and she has lots of furry little dinosaur friends that she controls I like how now that we found out that dinosaurs had feathers now all of a sudden we're starting to see feathered dinosaurs appearing in comic books but gunslinger spawn has to deal with a lot of fighting in this one and we get lots of teases throughout this that i think the clown's going to be making an appearance here pretty soon that i love the the cover that i chose was one of the cardstock covers i loved it just because it has a weird spawn clown imagery behind all the prehistoric characters and gunslinger spawn and this interesting female character that's made an appearance now and we're learning a little bit more about the kid and his what he's going to have to deal with in the future in here also after dealing with his dad and the evil the evil angels that he was working with finding out more about that lineage but yeah loving the gunslinger spawn still probably one of my favorite ones of all the little side runs i really like this character and want more about him I it's basically between Gunslinger Spawn and the Dark Tower series. That's just I seen just seen the previews for the second movie in that series. That's looking great. I want to read those books someday. Uh, but yeah, though between those two things, it's kind of slowly pulling me back into the whole Western days era of things that I was sick of, but. Of course, these have other entities that are part of it. So you get your Western style crap, but you also get the demons and all that. So then we checked out Hack and Slash. Bat, well, this, the cover says Bad Grandpa. This is issue number 17 from Image Comics. And in this issue, we get to find out about Hack. And we get to find out what what family he came from. What this family is all about. Uh, We get into a major cannibalistic storyline in here. Uh, Cassidy, we get to see... In some interesting, interesting confinements along the way, and there's some major battles that happen and storylines that happen in here that I'm not overly thrilled with, but. You gotta deal with it if you pull out those types of cards. But 
I still love the hack and slash characters. I didn't hate this episode. I just, there's certain things that are part of this episode that are things that kind of just annoy me, gross me out. I think they're just really nasty, but <laughs> that's for you to decide for your own opinion. But Cassie Hack is the lone survivor of an attack by a slasher called the Lunch Lady, a slasher that happened to be her mother. Now she travels the world with her monstrous partner and friend, Vlad, hunting down and destroying slashers wherever they find them. Uh, But yeah, so yeah, I screwed that up too. In the beginning here, when I said hack, I meant slash. This is mainly Slash's storyline in this episode. Finding about his family and all that stuff. Cassie has a good chunk to deal do with this storyline too, though. And then other characters in here, and lots of very interesting family members that kind of explains more of why Slash is the way he is. Check it out, number 17, issue 17 from Image Comics, Hack and Slash, Bad Grandpa cover. And then another one that's just about over with, another run, is Suicide Squad King Shark. This is number four. Starts out with a little bit of a sad story of King Shark's childhood. And the douchebag <laughs> known as Amanda Waller is seeing more of what she does. We still don't get to learn much about her we just get little teasers here and there then once we get past the sad storyline of king shark's childhood we get back into the battles of who's going to be the biggest baddest ass creature on the planet and currently king shark is in a battle with uh king roach a really disgusting battle (laughs) where Where he has to deal with tons of cockroaches, just totally covering them. Covering him and his little female friend, the spray painter. (laughs) At one point, she's completely covered in roaches, and King Shark picks her up and eats her. Devours her. And then spits her out. All nice and clean. No more roaches. Sucks all the roaches off of her. (laughs) And she took some offense to that, of course. But we go deeper into King Shark's father. And what he's dealing with while all this is going on. Uh, He has a little discussion with Orca who lost a battle with King Shark. And they go over a bunch of issues that they have while at the same time King Shark keeps fighting away with King Cockroach. And their battle goes on. You'll have to read it to Find out what happens. The Harpy and the other Suicide Squad make their appearance, of course, to try and screw things up. And with the demon character, Black Bison, and the Defacer, that's the 
painter girl's name. I always space it out. I always want to call her the tagger. That's what you're doing is tagging things when you're painting them. But yeah, the story's still very strong. It's a battle throughout all the episodes. There are more and more battles going on. And of course, poor King Shark's like getting screwed royally because he can't just fight through the tournament because he's also got to deal with Amanda Waller's stupid Suicide Squad shit happening along the way. And so you really you can't just let him finish off the tournament, get done with all the shit, and then worry about bringing him back and sticking him back in your Suicide Squad. And the poor little bastard never did anything to get stuck with the, you know imprisoned in with the suicides squad unit and Amanda Waller. So I think that's pretty messed up. Uh, just take away his childhood and just turn him into your own weaponry. But that's apparently what Waller likes to do. So and then the final one we're going to talk about is Technofreak. Number three from American Mythology Productions. This is such a strange story, but so much damn fun. I don't, I have no idea where it's going. This one's called the, the Karaoke Killers. The cat is still a blast. This robotic AI unit cat that talks to us constantly, keeps us updated on what's going on in the story. It's just, it's hilarious watching him do his little, sub storyline routines to the people that are reading the comics and pointing things out throughout the comics and all that. It's just a lot of fun. Well, at the same time, his boss, boss's girl is supposedly being kidnapped for ransom, but yet there's other replicants out there too. So it's just such a very confusing storyline. The cat Continually makes fun things like he did. He's like, though we could be, if a major mo major corporation came in and bought us out, all reasonable offers considered. Have a nice day, y'all. And as you see him, he's holding two balls of uh, yarn up to his head. So the shadow behind his head looks like a Mickey Mouse figure. Uh, <laughs> this cat just cracks me up it's just it's hilarious just his whole storyline and being an ai unit he's able to take liquids in i don't know about solids but it's very interesting ai unit along with his owner that has his little facial ai stuff and but we got the bad guys, and then we got more bad guys, including a giant sumo character, a robotically run AI unit, and some weird mummified Egyptian, part mummified Egyptian, weird weaponry for arms type character. We got girls that teleport and disappear and dissipate and all kinds of weaponry going on. I mean, there's just so much action and things happening. And all the cat wants to do is go to his weekly karaoke and just hang out and have a good night. And while they're trying to do that, people are trying to kill him, kidnap him, take him out. There's cool artwork in the back. There's more story. There's a bunch of little itty bitty storylines, especially in the back of this. That are a lot of fun too. They're drawn in different style of artworks. So you get like anime artwork, uh, hencha, uh, more cartoony, more childish, more detailed artwork. I mean, it's, it jumps all over the place. But for a $4 book, it comes nice and thick. It's got quite a few pages. It comes with a variety of little storylines in there that you get enjoyment from and it's definitely worth worth checking out i just did not know what it was going to be and i read the first one and fell in love with it and I'm not sure how far this is going to go either if it's a short run or a long run or what's going to happen with that it, 
along the way. But I had fun with it. So let's see. We'll end this segment with I did pick up the Sunday comics this week. There's an inspirational one for better or for worse. Guys out in a blizzard yelling for a taxi. Taxi driver finally picks him up. He climbs in in the taxi and says, Boy, am I glad I'm not driving? What a rotten day. And the taxi cab driver says to him, It's a very good day to me, sir. And the guy in the back says, That's because you drive a cab. No, it's because I'm Ethiopian. It can rain or snow or freeze or fry. It's always a good day to me. In my homeland, I have seen my friends and my family shot. If I had not escaped, I'd have been killed too. I have a wife I have not seen for three years and a child I have never seen. But here, I am safe. I can provide for them, and soon I will bring them here. So you see, sir, the weather doesn't matter. Every day is a very good day to me. Which, maybe for him, but not for his family. It's like, I'd find a way to get their asses here now. And worry about coming up with the finances to cover it later or something. I I don't know about that, but. But then the gentleman gets home to his wife and kid and his wife comes up. Hi, honey. Horrible day, isn't it? Actually, it's a very good day to me, he says. <laughs> and he hugs her and walks off. It's a good thing. Good lesson learned. Kind of weird that it's in the comics, though. It's a little deep for children to be looking at but let's see did I enjoy any other ones in here ooh I know there was one good one Uh, let's see (laughs) there's Dustin one this was just a short one but Dustin's talking to his old nephew, and he says, what are you doing? My teacher caught me texting in class. Now I have to text her. I will not text in class a hundred times. <laughs> well, it's new technology for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, this one, I like, between friends. Helpful tips for telemarketers. Because we all know they're going to call any time. And the phone's going to ring. But number one, don't make me wait for a response when you use an automated dialing system. Remember, you called me. Hello, 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 hello. You can talk now. (laughs) Number two, don't yell into the receiver. Hello. Enthusiasm is one thing. 120 decibels is another. I will hang up on you if you do that. I'll scream first and then slam the phone down. Number three, don't ask me how I am. We both know you don't care, and I'm already annoyed by number one and two. (laughs) Number four, don't begin your bit by saying you're not trying to sell me anything. It's the first sign you are. Number five, don't ask me if I'm over 18 or if I own my house. If you don't know who you're calling, don't expect any help from me. And number six, just don't call. There, you're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Let's see if I can remember any from the inside that were funny. Uh, nope, 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 
no, no, no. Bizarro is kind of kind of cute. You had a guy sitting on a bench feeding pigeons, and a guy with word balloons that say "word balloons." Get your word balloons as he's walking around like a balloon seller. <laughs> then he gets a little closer to the guy on the bench, and next you see a word balloon next to the guy on the bench that he's holding that says "what the." <laughs> question mark the word balloon guy is putting word balloons up for other characters ah we get I guess that's about it the peanuts gang they're all confused and doing different holidays at different times including Charlie Brown trick or treating after the new year he's so far behind family circus is catching up on all their stupid things from the year previously yeah, pickles. You got Earl who got talked into doing a water aerobics class with the wife. And he didn't realize it would be crowded full of people and he'd be the only man there. And Opal's just basically, yeah, but what you're going to do, you're already here. You're stuck with us now. You're stuck in the pool. And then all of a sudden, Earl looks down. Oops, I lost my trunk. <laughs> And once he found him, he looks up. Everybody's gone except for Opal. He's yelling at the rope for steering the rest of the class away. Old man getting nude, nude in the pool. <laughs> uh, yeah. There are actually a few fun, interesting ones this week. Not too bad. It's been a while since I picked up a paper, so I figured I'd try it out. We're going to leave it there, and we'll get back to you with some MS Health stuff right after this. Okay, let's get into the MS Health portion of this podcast today. Uh, I just recently did uh, my second Fire Out Friday episode, talking about the D, Delta 8, Delta 9, Delta 10, different THC, CBD products. And I was mentioned a cookie that I've just... Did not have the product in front of me at the time. Uh, I wanted to give you the specifications off it if I can. Uh, got some water water damage on the label, so it's going to be hard to read some of the stuff. But it is Grandma's Secret Recipe. It's double chocolate chip. 200 milligram double chocolate chip cookies. 25 milligrams per cookie. Uh, let's see... There's eight cookies in a container, serving size of one cookie. Calories per cookie is 77. These are your percentages of daily value. Total fat is 4 grams, which is 6%. Cholesterol is 24 milligrams, which is 8%. Sodium, 66 milligrams, which is 3%. Total carbohydrates, 3%. And protein is 1 gram. Uh, percent of daily values are based on a 2,000 calorie diet. Your daily values may be lower or higher depending on your calorie needs. Manufactured for apothecary. And this is how you can make sure you got the right products and stuff. Check your ingredients. They have bleached all-purpose flour, niacin iron, thiamine mononitrate, riboflavin, folic acid, malted barley, sugar, brown sugar, shortening, which looks like it's uh, soybean oil, fully hydrogenate, Oil, palm oil, mono, and diglycerates, TBHQ, and citric acid. Chocolate chips are made of sugar, chocolate, milk fat, cocoa butter, soy lecithin. Butter is made from cream, milk, and salt, baking soda, vanilla, delta-8 dissolute, uh, product contains milk, soy, and wheat. So watch out if you're 
worried about any of that stuff. But there were good results from the cookies. So I did want to mention them. And just give you the lowdown on what the ingredients of those were. So you knew. You could find out more. About stuff I forgot to mention. Well, I wanted to mention. I just didn't, didn't have it in front of me. Let's see. There's a story. A while back. About medical marijuana. International holdings. Manufacturing cannabis based. Investigational. Therapies for MS through hunting, Huntington's uh, with a, in collaboration with a specialty pharmaceutical solutions company, Medical Marijuana International Holdings began manufacturing gelatin capsule medicines based on compounds found in cannabis. The company will investigate these in clinical trials. Has potential treatments for multiple sclerosis and Huntington's disease. And they look like basically vitamin D caplets, which could be annoying because you could be getting those mixed up and someone might not know that they're taking a marijuana product. And because the one thing with the gel capsules compared to an actual pill, you don't have the markings and stuff on them. So you don't know what's actually in them unless you're taking it directly from the bottle. And looking at the bottle. The cannabis plant contains many biological, biologically active compounds. The best known are cannabidiol, CBD, and tetrahydrocannabidiol, THC. The latter is a psychoactive compound primarily responsible for the high associated with canna- cannabis consumption. Among medical marijuana's lead therapeutic candidates are MMJ-001 and MMJ-002, both of which are based on a liquid formulation of highly purified CBD and THC, as well as other ingredients administered in a gel capsule. Gelatin and stuff like that, I'm sure. Uh, MMJ-01 is being developed as a treatment for spasticity, muscle stiffness, in MS, MMJO2, OO2 is a investigational treatment for Huntington's associated chorea neurological disorder characterized by involuntary jerking movements. MMJO2 has been di- designated an orphan drug by the U.S. Food and Drug Admin- Administration. MMJ is planning to test these investigational therapies and clinical trials. I haven't seen any more clinical trials on these. I am going to have to do some more research to see if there are any updated ones. Because uh, we haven't heard shit about the pill form. We've just heard about the sprays so far for multiple sclerosis. Uh, MMJ recently was given clearance to bring cannabis-based products into the U.S., a process that required the cooperation of multiple government agencies, including the FDA and the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA. The company also reached other milestones recently, including securing agreements with a Native American Indian sovereign nation for DEA-approved growing of cannabis plants and developing an optimized process to extract CBD and THC. And I think that's what may have also led into the Delta-8 and Delta-10 strains becoming available because uh, by the reservations and stuff are more where you're having the hemp production around Wisconsin area at least. But yeah, that's just some more information on stuff that's supposed to be out there by now. And this was from an article that came out almost two years ago. So it should have been showing us more from it, but I have not seen anything. So I will have to do some more research on that and see what I can come up with. Let's see, making yourself a self-care checklist that actually works for you. What can you do? Self-care doesn't look the same for everyone. However, your go-to approach for managing stress may not help your best friend 
and even partners in close, healthy relationships tend to have different needs for things like companionship, exercise, and leisure time. And you should make your self-care checklist all about you and not about the people around you anyways. Uh, well, you can absolutely work to overcome issues that you're having. Uh, there's no need to force yourself to do something you don't enjoy. If you truly don't see yourself sticking with something, remember you have plenty of other options. Uh, your self-care plan won't have much benefit if you don't put it into action. Maybe you read about the benefits of gardening and want to start a garden, but you really dislike dirt and grubs and worms churn your ch stomach. In this case, an indoor garden of succulents or other easy-to-care plants might be a good alternative. Try some herbs. I mean, do an indoor herb garden and just start out with like two or three. Don't have to go crazy. Get yourself maybe some basil, uh, some... Just pick out like two things that you use a lot of and, and just start growing them. See how it goes and then you can add on from there. Uh, my brain, I got <laughs> an herb in my head and it's not coming out and I, I can't think of what I was going to say. Which one, but I mean, there's a lot of herbs that we use. In a lot of different meats and a lot of different dishes that you can start out with a couple like dill, basil. Uh, why do I have paprika stuck in my head? It's not what I'm thinking. But anything you enjoy, just look into those. Uh... Joining in expensive gym with the goal of exercising more if you only go there once a week or once a month or once a year you might be more stressed just by the money you're wasting by not using the gym where at the same time you can buy a few things like some of the workout bands and stuff really cheap and start out with an in-home gym get yourself on a yoga routine uh work certain yoga meditation mild workout routine and get yourself started and then build up from there and if you get to the point where you're like oh man i love working out and i want it i want to lift weights i can't afford to buy myself a weight set a bench weight bench and all that stuff i want to sit there and get into presses and leg lifts and all this other stuff And whoever it is is not giving me a phone number, so I'm not even going to look into it. But, uh, yeah, you can start your off real simple with some rubber bands and stuff like that, workout bands. Uh, you can use things like jugs of water and stuff for weights to get you started out. A pail with some rocks or some heavier items in it. You can add to it, make it heavier and heavier as you go. But that way you work out, and once you... Find out if you really enjoy working out or not. Then you can sit there and uh, join a gym and expand off it from there. But don't just all of a sudden one day, like right now is the new year. Everybody's trying to do their little resolution crap, which doesn't work for most of us. And you sit there and make all these plans and say, okay, I'm going to go January 1st. I'm going to join a gym. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to work out. Yeah, I'm going to go five days a week. No problem. I can do it. I'll go there and I'm going to work out an hour a day, five days a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I'm not going to, I'm going to behave. I'm going to have a healthier diet and all that and buy all this other stuff. And focus on this. And then you go into the gym the first day, you come out hurting, really sore on the way home. You're like, oh man, I'm too beat to sit there and make dinner tonight so i'm just gonna go through this drive through that's right next door to the gym i'm gonna 
grab dinner so I don't have to worry about trying to cook dinner when I'm too sore to move and you can easily fall down a rabbit hole like that and just end up and you could end up even going to the gym five days a week but then going through drive throughs every day of the week too and maybe picking up that Starbucks drink on the way out too and it all adds up <laughs> so you're busting your ass and you're not even burning a fifth of the calories that you just put in your stomach uh, it's like okay was that worth it so take that into consideration when you're getting into the gym concepts and the workout routines and all that uh, you can burn yourself out on self-care very easily overloading your schedule with activities meant to boost wellness can leave you the opposite of relaxed stressed out wore out pooped out you never know too many commitments, even enjoyable ones, tend to increase stress. And stress and anxiety makes our MS worse, so we don't need that. Since this leaves you without time to simply sit and process your own thoughts, another inset, essential part of self-care. Right, it takes away from that. Uh Best practice means regular practice. Self-care should happen all the time, not just when you feel most stressed. Regularly tending to needs can help prevent you from reaching a point of high stress in the first place. Try to make self-care goals you can accommodate alongside work and other responsibilities. Go by what's worked in the past, too. I mean, remember things, recall moments of your childhood that were good and moments of your life where things were running smoothly, less stressful. Write those things down. Keep stock of all those different things. Uh, keep stock of your physical needs. And physical self care includes the things that help keep your body functioning well. And you want you can keep a diary of foods that are benefiting your body foods that are harming your body that make you feel crappier and so you know which things to stay away from in the future sleep and most adults need around seven to nine hours of sleep each night not getting enough quality sleep on a regular basis is going to affect your mood your concentration your health health just end up ruining your day your life your year everything entirely so get those good hours of sleep if you have problems with it look into seeing if you got sleep apnea and issues might need a CPAP or something like that uh, health care good self-care can involve setting aside your dread of the doctor's office and getting any concern checked out in a timely manner and you may not see a point of an annual checkup but it makes sense I mean once you hit a certain age, just get your yearly checkup. At least get your yearly blood test done. Get your yearly injections that you want to do, your flu, stuff like that. Uh, if you're in the United States, there's a health resource. Resources, services, administration, databases of healthcare centers that can help you find affordable care. Even if you don't have insurance, um, but you should get your annual checkups and get basic things looked at just in case. You never know. Uh, things like cancer and stuff can just pop up overnight and ruin your life. So nutrition is a thing. Make sure you're eating a balanced diet. Uh, keep track of your diet. It's important important to consider how you eat do you wait until you feel ravenous and then devour food or are you eating all throughout the day are you in intermittent fasting are you into mindful eating intuitive eating uh, follow around a routine that works best for you and stick with it and keep track of it and it's great for you to have all this information too. your exercise your workout routine, your physical intimacy, any problems you're having. Uh, you can try things like getting a massage professionally or swap messages with a friend 
messages, massages with a friend or partner, hugging a loved one or giving yourself a hug, finding a cuddle buddy, getting a pet or volunteering to pet sit. You can go to help out at certain pet areas and get that extra boost of happiness in your life. And then focus on your mental needs, your stress. You got to reduce that, uh, your boundaries, say no to saying no when you'd rather be doing something else and not doing what someone's asking you to do. Don't volunteer for extra work. If you want to get some other things done, communicating needs directly to others so they don't kind of take away from you things that you could be doing at other times, uh, boosting cognitive skills may be helpful, like learning something new, reading, playing brain games to improve concentration, video games and stuff. It's all good for cognitive issues. Therapy's great. There's lots of different types of therapies you can get set up with if you talk to your caretakers. Look into that. Uh, personal growth, exploring your existing knowledge and worldview can help you start identifying areas that might benefit from growth. What can I learn about different cultures? How can I spend time with people I wouldn't usually spend time with? How can I further my education in some way? This job doesn't satisfy me. What are my options for moving forward? So you don't want to be stuck in a dead-end job that you can't enjoying this day and age with the COVID stuff, you get lots of new options for jobs. Look into something that you're going to enjoy long-term. Setting aside time for play and fun also makes a difference. A schedule full of things you have to do and nothing you want to do is often an early sign of burnout. It's, uh, it's going to definitely be impending burnout in the long run. Don't forget your emotional needs mindfulness, awareness, companionship, affection, personal time. Think of your self-care plan as a living document, one that grows with you. Revisit it regularly, which can help you identify less impactful strategies and add in more beneficial approaches. You can do it by keeping it as a wall chart, self-care plan, or journal, reminders on your smartphone, whatever. But Self-care needs vary a lot from person to person. You just got to decide what works best for you and evaluate your personal needs. You'll probably discover some other important considerations along the way. Chances are you're already taking some of the right steps to meet your needs. But this way, if you're keeping track of it, you can find some extra steps maybe and find out things that aren't helping you in the long run. Let's look at sciatica, whether or not it's connected to MS. I have sciatica and I have MS. MS is an autoimmune disorder in which your immune system attacks the myelin, the protective layer around the nerve fibers. This affects the pathways of your central nervous system that regulate feeling and sensation in the body. MS can cause a variety of painful sensations, including migraines, muscle spasms, feelings of burning, tingling, aching in lower legs and extremities, shock-like sensations traveling from your back towards your lower limbs. Most of these result from short-circuiting of the brain's neural pathway. Sciatica is a bit different. Its pathway isn't an autoimmune response, but bodily stressors on the sciatic nerve itself. The pain is usually caused by lower body changes or habits that pinch or twist the nerve. Herniated discs, bone spurs, and obesity can put pressure on the sciatic nerve. People in sedentary occupations who sit for prolonged periods of time are also more likely to show signs of sciatica. The key difference is that MS causes dysfunction of the central nervous system signaling and pathways, and in sciatica, the most common cause is pressure that pinches and strains the sciatic nerve. uh, If you're less sedentary, that can activate it, but treatments for sciatica 
vary according to the severity. They include medications like anti-inflammatories, muscle relaxants, narcotics, tricyclic antidepressants, and anti-seizure medications, physical therapy to correct posture that may be straining the nerve and strengthen the support muscles around the nerve, lifestyle changes like more exercise, weight loss, or better sitting posture, cold and hot packs for pain management, over-the-counter pain relievers, steroid injections like corticosteroids, acupuncture and chiropractic, chiropractic adjustment, and surgery for severe cases. It's easy to mistake sciatic as a symptom or related condition of MS, which often causes neuropathic pain. But while the two do coexist, sciatica isn't caused by MS. It's caused by strain on the sciatic nerve. Thankfully, there are many remedies for sciatica. Your healthcare provider can point you to treatments to alleviate the sciatic pain while also taking your MS and its treatments into consideration. And I just, it's a nightmare with that damn sciatic nerve and problems that go along with it. It can be very painful. The last episode I had laid me up for three months on a really weird position on a broken, shitty recliner, which was the only thing I could sit in and get to a point where I could withstand the pain to a certain point. But other than that, just stay positive. Enjoy your things. And look into things that can help you in the long term to make your life better with living with MS and other chronic conditions or whatever you're dealing with. So take all those things into consideration. That's it for today. We'll be back to you again soon with more things in the near future. Hope you enjoyed it. Take care of yourself. Take care of everybody else. That's good to you. Keep the negativity away. Keep the positivity close. Kick the shit out of the monster. Lock him in a box. Toss him in a river. And check out Crimson Cull Comic Club. Check out Under the Cull. Check out Under the Cull of MS. I see that there are a couple new YouTube videos out there again. That were put out finally. But no idea if the other ones will get out there anytime soon. Or if we'll ever go back to any video. Uh, But I am working myself to start my own possible YouTube channel this summer, where you will see, or this year, this year of 2022 that we are in now, and see if we can put out a few things that some people may enjoy, but I will let you know more about that in the next upcoming couple of months, but that's it for today. Be good. Talk to you again soon.